Hey, episode 45, episode 45, we live in the 305. <laughs> Bitch, I wish I was in the 305 right about now. Hell, I was looking back. You ever been looking back since all this shit started? Just looking through your old snaps, your old Instagram live archives, your phone pictures, and just, just miss outside. Like, bitch, I've been good, you know, this whole time. Because for the most part, I'm a homebody. But looking at me, pictures in Miami, thong bikini, ass out, beach, long nails, long weave. Liquor in hand. Bitch, I'm missing outside. (laughs) And no, I ain't talking about outside jogging around the apartment complex, bitch. I'm missing. I'm missing outside, bitch. I'm missing, like, my one club turn up, standing on couches, drinking hookah. And I ain't even a hookah girl. But, bitch, I can go for some hookah. I can go for some wings in a strip club. Listen, there is nothing. I don't know why this the combination is so iconic, but it is. It's nothing like good wings and ass in a strip club. It's just not. I, that is like, that is the recipe for a good fucking night. Good good wings, because every, every black strip club gonna have some good ass wings. Bitch, if you go in a strip club and they ain't got no good wings, you need to exit. Because if they ain't got no good wings, they ain't got no good ass. Period. Food ain't good. The strippers is bad. You don't need to be in there. That's not that's not the strip club for you. Lord, what I would do to see some ass shaking while I'm eating some chicken wings right now. Throwing some ones. Like, all at the same fucking time. Like, all in conjunction with one another. Like, whoo. Lord. I was looking at videos of me in Atlanta on the couches in the section rapping probably Cardi. I think it was playing Bodak Yellow and I was just I was just so drunk. <laughs> just but I was reciting that shit with my whole heart. Like I'm having one of those moments, okay? It's these weeks is like blending together. The days is really just running together. Wait, first of all, did I introduce us? Did I tell y'all what episode we was on? Welcome back. Episode 45? Yes, bitch. You heard correctly. 45. We is, we is up there, man. Another round of applause. I can't even believe... We is on episode 45. Like, what? I didn't want to start this podcast. I ain't going to say I want to start it. But, bitch, I was terrified to start a podcast. Number one, everybody in their mama got a podcast. And number two, it's like, who the fuck going to listen to me talk? But people is listening. I am grateful. I am thankful. So, if the Kate Dish podcast is getting you through quarantine, lockdown, stay at home, then, bitch, so be it. But welcome back. I'm just so turned. I ain't even uh, introduced us. <sighs> a lot of shit going on. 
lot of shit going on. Let me say though, I have to say salute to these goddamn DJs, these producers, these rappers, these singers who is really, especially the black ones. And no shade to nobody else. I'm talking to my people because y'all is really getting us the fuck through. I, I'm loving the virtual clubs where the DJs is doing whole ass sets on Facebook, Instagram, whatever the case may be. That shit is so needed. Like I don't, I don't know how much. Well, I don't know. How do I even want to word it? Like I just really want y'all to know <laughs> that shit is so appreciated just like the feels that y'all giving and y'all ain't playing no surface shit y'all digging in the archives y'all bringing out the old florida base and the old florida underground and just southern underground like y'all is digging in the arsenal y'all is not fucking playing from the major djs to the locals like it is so appreciated, and um, Tory Lanez got a IG live, his quarantine live or whatever he doing. That's funny. Um, Manny Fresh had one the other night. That was the tea, like. And then the producers with the battles. Who was that? Sean Garrett was battling the dream or some crazy shit. It was hilarious. So, all of that shit is so appreciated. Appreciated because we are fucking bored, okay? And it's only, I don't know about y'all, but I bounce back and forth between my Facebook, my Twitter, my Instagram. I done got so bored, bitch, I done re-downloaded Snapchat, okay? Like, that's where, that's what type of time I'm on. That's where I'm at with it. I am back on Snapchat. I don't even know my Snap name. I can't even tell y'all to follow me. But that's where we are with it. Um, so that shit is just so appreciated. Like all this music y'all pumping out, artists is putting out goddamn singles and dropping videos and shit from the crib. It's the content is appreciated. So I'm thankful. Um I think Lil Dirt put out a single. It's been a couple of y'all. It's been a couple of y'all. So I said with my whole heart that we was done talking about the coronavirus because I really want y'all to be able to have some type of escape from that shit. But um, I don't think it, it needs to go without noting like the good shit. Like all we ever see is the bad shit, the bad shit, the bad shit. We need to look at some of the good shit. Over 200,000 people um recovered from this shit versus the 50,000 deaths or something like that I'm sure those numbers are changing by the time this damn episode come out but that's important um and I think it needs it it for whatever it's worth the earth is like healing from all this shit if y'all ain't noticed like I was reading today, pollution is down. Um, what's, what else? Like, trash in the oceans and trash just around the world. Like, all that shit is down because we all in the house. So, it's like the earth is, like, breathing better. It's like 
Like, you know, you seen a bitch with asthma, they get the asthma treatment, they get the breathing different. Like, the earth is breathing different. The earth is just cleaning itself and cleansing itself. And, like, the shit is just, it's just breathing like a breath of fresh fucking air because all of us have been in the damn house. It's like a reset. It's like hitting the reset button on planet Earth. And um, that shit is needed. So those are like the good, the good to come out of it. Florida finally locking our ass in the house, issued the stay-at-home order by the hell time. Um, That's going to be good. That's definitely going to work in our favor because a lot of counties and cities and stuff in Florida wasn't adhering to like the same rules like this one was staying at home this one wasn't so now the governor saying everybody stay ass home unless you got to go to work get food or go to the doctor or take care of your loved ones and honestly I think that's that's like the best remedy for this shit if we do not stay in the house this shit is just gonna keep going keep going keep going so I was happy about that I found a couple things to be happy for um, with all this shit. And even though I said I, we was done talking about it, I just think it's worth noting that what else happened? It was, I don't have it right in front of me, so I'm not going to go into it. But it was a major spot that had a lot of fucking cases. Um, and it was showing signs of slowing down. I guess over the last couple of days, it was like very few new cases that they found um so it was slowly starting to go down and I can't remember which one it is I probably have it by next episode but yeah man we we getting so caught up in the bad shit because this shit is trash honestly is it's scary and it's trash but you have to find something to be happy about and so that's what I found to be happy about so I was really happy about that shit um I see Jay-Z donated a million. Rihanna put up another million. Rihanna is, like, killing this shit. She already donated ventilators and five million, and now she done donated another million. So, big ups to them. Like, all of this shit is so appreciated. It's so... It's just so needed. Like, it's just... Seeing everybody come together in this way, it's probably a way that I don't think I've seen people come together in a very long time not in my generation like I'm seeing Facebook groups who are making masks um I'm seeing boutique and seamstress come together and make masks and they're donating these shits to hospitals around the nation because as y'all know um you know the medical masks are in such short supply and then regular people of course is buying up masks too shit just to go outside so so much protective equipment is in short supply and just to see people coming together and sewing them shits and just putting you know their talents and resources to use um that shit is it almost brought a damn tear to my eye that shit is just it's just really nice to see everybody pitching in, like, doing your part. And 
If you're not a person who, yes, can't sew, yes, ain't got a million dollars to donate, the best thing you could do for everybody is just to stay your ass home. Period. And I had somebody try to come for me on Twitter was like, well, I still got bills. How I'm going to stay home? You dipshit. I'm not talking to you bitches who have to work. I have to work. I still go to work every day. Um, I'm almost fully transitioned to work from home. But if anybody has ever worked in, you know, a, a local government job or a corporate job, y'all know that shit take time. Your IT team got to do what they do and all that shit. So I'm almost fully transitioned to work completely from home. Um, but I'm not there yet. So quite naturally, I understand that you have to go to work. I have to go to work. I have to go see about my grandma. I have to go see about my mama. I have to get gas. I have to go um, to the grocery store. I have to get food. Like, of co- like, don't be a smart ass with me. All that shit is essential, dumbass. I know we all have to go to work. I mean, having kickbacks and shit like that. And we, we talked about that last episode and maybe the episode before, so I'm not finna get into all that, but... That's the one thing, if you don't have the money to donate in this, this, and the third, the best thing you could do for yourself and everybody else is just to stay home as much as possible. I mean, recreationally. I don't mean the shit that you have to go into. So, um, but yeah, man, everybody's just doing their part. Everybody who I know is taking this shit serious, and that makes me happy because when shit like this happen, it's so aggravating, like, when you take it serious and your family not taking it serious or your friends not taking it serious, you know? So, luckily, everybody who I know is taking it extremely seriously. Um, So, that made me happy, too. So, you know, the times that we got to talk about this corona shit, at least we're just going to talk about the good shit. We're going to focus on the good shit. I'm focused on the over 200,000 people who have recovered. I'm so happy for them. But I got to call one of you. I got to call you bitches out. I got I to gotta call me a bitch out. And I ain't going to say her name. I ain't going to, you know, and it's not just her. But some of y'all hoes will get clout or try to get clout off of anything. Let me tell you something, bitch. The coronavirus is not the thing that you want to get the clout off of, Pooh. Period. I'm sorry. It's a lot of shit that you can get your clout off on. Get your clout off on your music, your clothes, your boutiques, your lashes, your hair, your wigs, your fashions. Bitch, getting clout off of the Rona is just not the tea. I got a bitch in my... I had a bitch in my inbox. And, I mean, just running me down... To post a fucking story about her because she took a corona test. She had some some flu-like symptoms. Um, they gave her the test. It hadn't come back yet. This girl was dying for me to do a story about her. Let me tell you something, bitch. I, first of all, you're not going to tell me what to write about and like what type of articles to publish. I think that's very um, lame, number one. And number two, the publications that I write for, they're, it's like, it's their topics. They're going to, they're going to um, assign them accordingly. But I guess she wanted me to do an article independent of that and try to get it on the blogs for her. Um, She wanted, she was, she wanted all this, this sympathy 
and just trying to get clout, but she wasn't even really sick. You know what I'm saying? Like she said she got the test done and whoop de whoop, but she was just hounding me down. Like do an article about me, do an article about me. I did, I took the test and it ain't came back yet. Okay, so what what are we doing an article about? For you to say what? Like she was dying to just get put on and then I click on her page and I see she she got a publicist. It's like, what the fuck you got a publicist for? But she worked like a regular job. So it was clear to me that she's trying to get on. Period. Because you is not hounding somebody to get posted on a fucking internet blog. And you went and secure a publicist if you're not trying to get on. That shit is lame. Um, it's a lot of people who we are posting who got real shit to say. Like, it's a lot of y'all who got some real shit to say. First responders is making videos. People who is really on the front lines of this shit. That's who we want to hear from. We do not want to hear from a bitch who's trying to get her followers up. Tell us about how she, they gave her a corona test. It ain't came back yet. And her life prior to, like, I know a bitch fishing for clout when I see one. And this shit, that shit is not cute. We want to talk to the people who have been diagnosed, how they dealing, how they coping, what did they do to get through? Like, those are the people we looking for. We're not looking for you goddamn follower chasing bitches. I'm sorry. Go on somewhere else. They all ass out my inbox. I'm not going to respond to that. I had another guy blowing me up. Oh, put, write, all the, write, write something about me. Write something about me. I'm like, okay. The fuck? Who <laughs> are Okay. No virus. No tests, no nothing. Basically, just wanted to be posted, wanted me to post the video of him talking about how real the shit is. We know it's real, brother. We don't need no help knowing that this shit is for real. And then I look and he another one just fishing for followers. Like, listen, that is not, that is not the way. Okay, that's that's not the way people is really out here dying. And y'all trying to get y'all followers up. It's come on now. This is this is not the way to get followers up. Run a goddamn promo ad, sell some shit, suck some dick on live. I don't give a fuck what you gotta do. Don't ask me to do a write-up about you and you're not a survivor. You haven't been diagnosed, you're not a frontline worker. You just a person who trying to get on and you going to use this to do it. Not the way. Um, or you can find somebody else to do it. I'm not interested. So I just think that shit was lame. I've been meaning to address that because I've gotten it quite a few times where people like in my comments, in my DM, like multiple DMs a day, post me, post me, post me. I, I got some shit to say. It's like, stop it. Like, stop it. And what you're not finna do is get on live with me or get on no type of interview with me and fake like you got this motherfucking virus and you don't. Because if I find out that your ass is faking, 
after you done gave me some type of interview, you faking having this fucking virus to try to get your followers up. I'm calling your ass out. And I'm setting my goddamn listeners and my followers on your ass. And I'm reporting your ass to Instagram. And I'm reporting your ass to the police. And I'm taking it as far as I can take it. I might just sue your ass for fucking distress for fucking with me. Go on somewhere. Find out somebody to play with. I'm not in the mood. Not in the mood. So I just think that shit is lame as fuck trying to get clout at a time like this and off this. But, you know, for the people who are actually dealing with this, we always want to hear from you. And I'm happy to to talk to y'all at any point. So there's that. Um, Quick disclaimer. Takashi ass is out of jail. Let me tell y'all something. I don't like that. I don't like the grounds in which they freed him on. They freed Takashi on the grounds of he was at risk of catching the fucking coronavirus. So what the fuck does that say about all the goddamn other inmates that's with him? Oh, so, okay. So if he's at risk of catching the coronavirus and y'all free him, y'all can free all these other motherfuckers too, right? Let me know. Because everybody is at risk of catching the goddamn coronavirus. So for them to free him, like, oh my God, he's at such a higher risk. That tells me that what y'all think of these other prisoners. So y'all basically saying, oh, y'all other prisoners' lives don't mean shit. We gonna free the damn millionaire. Because his health is more at risk of catching this shit. I didn't like that. I don't like the message that sends, that sends per usual that, rich ass people and celebrities are above the law and I don't know Takashi I don't have anything against him personally I don't know him um but I don't I don't agree with that I just don't I don't agree with that I do not agree how a judge can sign off on him being released off the grounds that he fears for his health Everybody feels fears for their health. Everybody who was locked up with his ass is fearing for their health. Everybody in every um, jail in America is fearing for their life with this virus. So why does he get this special fucking treatment? I mm, child, that shit annoying to me. But he home... His ass is home. He's going to be on home confinement for the rest of his sentence. I think he was supposed to be released in like August. So his ass going to be in confinement until at least August. And for the duration of the coronavirus, I guess, since he's such a risk. So if he's at such fucking high risk, after his home confinement, I don't want to see his ass nowhere. He better not be out nowhere. Because if you that goddamn scared of catching some shit... Then you don't need to be out with your, I ain't gonna say that, but he home for y'all who give a fuck. <laughs> Takashi 69 is out. He's free. So there's that. I think R. Kelly is trying to pull the same stunt. R. Kelly child, you blight. You ain't getting that type of treatment. Hang that shit up. I wouldn't be surprised if they freed Harvey Weinstein ass though, honestly. Cause he and um he got the coronavirus actually, so I damn sure wouldn't be surprised if they freed him on that, on the grounds of him having that damn virus. I would not be shocked. Nothing shocks me about the legal system in these times. Like nothing, nothing. And I'm not caping for the incarceration of people, but 
whole nother conversation. But anyway, that's that. So moving right along. Um, Tuesday. Tuesday made a year that Nip been dead. Rest in peace, Nipsey. And it felt like exactly what I said it was going to feel like last episode. Well, I told y'all it's probably going to feel somber. It's probably going to be one of them days. It was one of them days. And I don't know about y'all, but for me, when I think about Nipsey, I automatically think about Kobe now. I don't know why. I don't, I just, I don't know why. It was two totally separate incidents, almost a year apart. But it's like, for me, I can't think about one without the other now. I think about Nipsey and Kobe immediately follows. Um, So when I was, going through that on Tuesday and just reading everything um of course still praying for Lauren she did a post shit brought me to tears per usual um I was just thinking about Lauren I was thinking about the kids I was thinking about his mom Sam his daddy his grandma just everybody and I just couldn't help but to think about Kobe because both of them being in LA I can just only imagine like the like the vibe out there. We we already dealing with a pandemic and then it's kind of like this dark cloud that's still hanging over the city because um make no mistake Kobe is still very fresh in our minds. It's still we we could be doing something. I could be really doing something anything and that shit just like hit me like that shit really happened it feels like a dream like even saying it that shit sounds like a dream to me um that shit is still just so fresh so and then you know Nipsey it feels like the year just flew by it feel like that shit with Nipsey just happened so it was a heavy day it wasn't as heavy as you know the actual day a year ago but it was definitely heavy that in conjunction with what we're going through right now. You know, it's just it's just how you think about your own mortality and life and just just shit, just a whole lot of shit. So, um, you know, continued prayers to Nip, his family, everything. Uh, I've seen that some podcast is trying to get Eric Garner on the podcast. He they had Eric call in already. And that shit sparked a lot, a lot of backlash. This was a few months ago. If y'all don't know who Eric Garner is, that's Nipsey's killer. Um, He called in on his podcast and they basically said, you know, they had a follow-up interview in the works once the trial was gone. And I don't know, I don't know the name of that podcast right offhand, but I think that's probably the worst idea ever. I think that's just a really fucking trash idea. Nipsey being as big of a person as he was, I like I understand I guess from a creator's point of point of view from a creative standpoint, you know, you want to get everybody's unbiased point of view. However, that shit just seems so detrimental and just not worth it. I mean, that's not an interview that I would want. Sometimes you got to pass up on shit. And as bad as I want my podcast to be this big fucking thing, 
I'm willing to pass up on so much shit before we even get there. Because I just can't envision wanting to talk to Nipsey's Hustle's killer about fucking anything. It's not, we saw the video. We saw it. We saw it all. So, what the fuck is there to speak about? I just, I wish I had the name of that podcast in front of me so I could speak to them directly. But I just think, as a creative, why put everything that you don't work so hard for to build a podcast, to build a platform on the line for this fuck nigga who can't do shit for you? He might get you some views. People might tune in just to bash you. Or it might be a couple motherfuckers who are looking for a a why. But at the end of the day, I just think it may be more detrimental than good. But I don't know. I'm really a rookie in the game. Um, It's a lot of shit that I don't know. That's just not an interview that I will fucking take. Especially with Nipsey is such a touchy subject. Like, if y'all remember when he first died, but you couldn't even... They drug... I thought they was going to get Kodak the fuck out of here. And low-key, I really think... Out of all the shit Kodak done did, when he was saying that, you know, he wanted to get to know Lauren or some something like that he said about Lauren London, every rapper in this bitch came at Kodak neck by that simple-ass comment. So... Nipsey is one of them ones, like, bitch, too soon. I think the interview is supposed to be, it just said after the trial was done, so I'm assuming sometime this year, but that that just, that just ain't, that ain't the way, that is not how I would want to go out as a podcaster, as a content creator, as none of that shit, I mean, but that's just me, um, yeah, I've seen that, but anyway, I'm not on that. You got to stand for something, I feel like. <laughs> as And aside from that, you just... As a... As an up-and-coming creator, I got a feeling this fucking podcast is going to be alone because we still have a main topic whew, to get to. Um, But as a content creator, I really feel like... As an up-and-coming content creator, it's so much shit that I'm not willing to do. Like, I would just take a longer way than do a lot of fuckery. And I'm not going to call it out because a lot of people that I really look up to in this shit do fuckery to me. Um, So, I'm not really going to go into the details of it. But, honestly, I'd probably say the last two or three weeks, I could honestly say... I probably been the most discouraged with this podcast shit and with this writing. And I know I'm discouraged because I mean, I I guess I'm out of it now, but I know I was discouraged when like fuck, I don't even I ain't I ain't even gonna post this shit. Like do a whole podcast, don't want to post nothing about it on the socials, just just not motivated I guess just was really I was just really not motivated I was not motivated to 
even like promote my own shit. I just wasn't motivated. And I was just very discouraged for the last two or three weeks. It was, and it's, it's a lot that went into it, but just, just shit happening and shit not going through and things just not going the way um, that I wanted to go. And I'm sure everybody who's a creator or not even a creator, fuck that. Anybody who's trying to do something, whether you trying to finish your degree, whether you are in trade school, you trying to get certified for whatever, um, you know, you trying to be a rapper, a singer, a writer, a, or shit, you training on the job, trying to get a damn promotion. Everybody who's really like trying to get to the next level has felt like this. So I don't feel like that the way I'm feeling is bad or weird or anything like that, but it's just a real, I guess, heavy feeling of what the fuck am I doing? Like, why am I wasting my time with this shit? This shit not moving. This shit ain't going where I want it to go. But, <clears throat> excuse me. And no, I don't got corona, bitch. This damn pollen is invading the goddamn streets of Florida. Don't nobody better not put it out there that I'm clearing my throat. So I got corona, bitch. I don't. But, um, I think it's just, we want our shit to, like, pop so bad. I guess, like, when you passionate about what the fuck you doing, and you doing it with purpose, and you walking with purpose, and you really walking and moving to take yourself to the next level, you just take setback so much more personal than a motherfucker who's strictly just doing it off the strength of I want to make me some quick money so in my two three week discouragement of feeling like I ain't even want to do the podcast no more I want to quit writing I want to quit all this shit that I've invested so much time into that's when the fucking passion kicked in and I've said it before um funky Dineva did such a good ass video on this shit I have to find that video but it's it's that passion bruh like the passion kicked in where I really was like at the episode 50 I'm shutting the podcast down like we'll we'll chalk it up it'll you know what I'm saying we'll say it was a limited series type of deal we'll keep the episodes up I'll still have everything posted. The links will be posted. But I'm not recording another episode. I'm done with this shit. And to come home and not record it. Or to come home and not pick up my laptop and write and do my articles and shit like that. It just, it didn't even sit right with my fucking spirit. Especially with all this corona shit going on. Like... This has been my saving grace. This is the type of shit that gets me through. I really enjoy it. And the fucking passion kicked in. And it's like, passion won't even allow you to walk away from some shit you're passionate about. Which is so crazy. It's like your child. Like, you can't, no matter how irritated and mad you get with this shit, you cannot leave it alone. It's like being with a no good ass nigga. This shit is crazy to me. Like, I I really wanted to wrap this shit up. And I just had to remember what the fuck I'm doing it for. What, why did I even start this shit? What led me here? Like, just so many things. So, 
I didn't cancel the podcast. Um, I'm not going to. I just have to, like anybody who is trying to get to the next level in whatever career field or creative realm they're in, you really just got to, like, buckle up and just enjoy the fucking ride because this shit is a ride like I look at other podcasts who got popping I look at drink champs Joe Budden podcast two of like my huge inspirations the damn Queens Court the Queen Supreme Court with T.S. Madison Ricky Vasquez his lies and shit like that them people been doing this shit a long ass time like it it started just like this on some bottom shit and that shit just grew and grew and grew and grew so first of all I have to have patience second of all I have to realize that this is not just some shit I'm doing strictly for financial gain I actually am super passionate about talking to you hoes every goddamn week twice a week so passionate about it every Monday and Friday we here so that's just a little insight into my my quarantine thoughts and shit like that. What's really been going on. I don't know who all follow me, who listen to this, but I was still posting. I probably post every day. But I definitely noticed a change within myself. And it's like, bitch, you finna get on here and do these long ass podcasts through all these damn talking and not post about it. What the fuck is the purpose? So Got my head back in the game, man. That was just my little, I guess my little pep talk, my um, my 40 for 40 speech. <laughs> I don't know, man, but that's just what's been going on um, over here at Cage's Podcast. But nothing to fear, bitch. I'm not going nowhere. I'm here. <laughs> we here. All right. Do we have music? Uh, do we have any music? No, we pretty much talked about music on episode 46, (laughs) where I have new music. All right, I guess it's main topic time, huh? I guess it's time to get into this topic. Lord, I'm going to try to make it short and sweet. Hold up, y'all seen? I ain't really been following it. But I so happen to have a picture of the baby on my damn um, screen from an article I did. This whole the baby and B Simone and shit like that. Do we want to talk about that? Okay. I don't know if B Simone and the baby is trolling. I don't know what the fuck going on. Um, all I know is if I was the baby, baby mama, I would be real embarrassed by the antics. That's all. I would just be very embarrassed by the antics that are going on. She she ride for him. She talk her shit with the whoop. Um, she obviously have a lot of love for that nigga. We don't know their relationship. I don't know their relationship. I don't know what's going on with them. I don't know if they're together or not. But I just know I would be embarrassed as fuck by this the baby B Simone and Danny Lee situation if I was his baby mama I think that's super embarrassing I think it wouldn't hit as hard when she like wasn't known we didn't know who the fuck she was but now we do we know Mimi we fuck with Mimi shout out to Mimi 
and just you know from another woman if my baby daddy was out here with the antiques with like two equally popular women on social media and kind of like feeding it to what to whatever degree I would be embarrassed but that's neither here nor there we ain't finna go into a whole um montage of that because I really love the baby even though he be tripping somehow I really 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 fuck with the baby I just want to say that. <laughs> so, <laughs> back to my main topic in here. Quarantine, chill. Um, Let's talk about these niggas in jail. Ladies, lock in. If y'all ain't listened to the first 40 minutes of the Kate Dish podcast, right now is where you need to tap in. 40 minutes, the 40 minute and 23 second. Um standpoint i'm gonna actually put that shit in the description for this episode if you don't listen to nothing else start at 40 minutes and 23 seconds we got to talk about these niggas in jail we have to talk about riders out bitches we have to talk about what are you willing to do we have to talk about we just got to talk about things and considering that we already 40 minutes in this might be who this might be a long ass day y'all okay let me just start by saying I'm not above anything. I've, I've had my day. I've had my share of fucking with a certain type of nigga. And whoop the whoop. Fucking with niggas in jail. Okay, I'm going to say this. Let's just say you dating a nigga and he go to jail, right? Okay. I don't even know where to start because there's so much shit I want to say. But you dating a nigga. Y'all got some years invested. He catch a case. He go to jail. What is the degree in which you hold him down? I want to hear from y'all because I, I know my limits. What is the degree in which you ride for him while he in jail? And I'm, I'm not talking about no 30 days. I'm not talking about no 60 days. I'm talking about he catch two, three years plus. Two years plus. Right? Um, Let me start by saying this. Niggas in jail got a lot of time on their hands. Ladies, tap in. If you don't want to listen all the time, okay, we at the <laughs> 42 minutes, 20 second mark, tap in. Niggas in jail have a lot and lots and lots and lots in time on their hands. Period. Especially if they've been in that bitch, like I said, two years plus. They got a lot of days, they got a lot of hours to think and talk and bullshit. They have nothing better to do than feed your ass a dream. That's number one. I don't give a fuck <laughs> what you say. Niggas in jail have a lot of time to feed you a lot of fairy tales but it's an exception to every rule every rule has an exception i'm not finna sit up here and say if you've been fucking with a nigga for five years and he go to jail for three that he don't really fucking love you if he was loving ass on the street i have no doubt that behind the walls he's gonna continue to love you no doubt no doubt whatsoever I don't doubt that I'm not saying that you know your bond with your nigga more than I do but ladies listen 
listen, I want to talk. If a nigga really wasn't fucking with you that heavy on the street, like, if you was just some shit that he was fucking on, and he only called you when he wanted to fuck, or he, he wasn't calling your ass at all, he wasn't really fucking with you at all until he got there, do not get your feelings so caught up into this nigga to where you can't distinguish what's fairy tale versus what's real. Um, and I say that out of love because, and I say that because the conversation that came up, I know some really good bitches who is out here holding down some really fuck niggas. I know some really good women who get up, go to work every day, take care of their kids, take care of their house, pay their bills, make sure their kids got everything they need. You know, amazing moms, good jobs, just doing their thing and they're taking care of a nigga that's in jail who was not fucking with them prior to. Now, if you fucking with a nigga before you go, if you if you dating a guy, you locked in with him, y'all, y'all live together, that's your husband, that's your boyfriend, whatever, and he go to prison, but before he went, he paying the fucking bills, he keeping you icy, he keeping you looking fucking good, he keeping you laced, he's taking care of you, your kids, and everything else in your universe. You don't have to lift a finger to do shit. I'm not finna sit up here and tell you don't put money in his books, don't go visit. That would be flaw as fuck of me. You can do that. Long as it ain't breaking you because you gotta remember you got a life to live out here. You come first. You still got your own bills. But long as that shit ain't breaking you, you can look out. And hell, quiet as it's kept. If you had a real nigga on the street and he had a little change, 9 out of 10... Bills are still being taken care of from behind the motherfucking walls, but that's a whole nother conversation. But some of y'all ladies know what I'm talking about. Some of these niggas was really out here eating, and just because they away, they still is handling shit on your behalf. That's a real nigga, but... (laughs) The them don't come too often. But if you got you one of them, for sure, hold on to one of them. I guess I'm really want to talk to... The ones who is really getting jerked around, dogged out, and played by these niggas. Because I'm sick of seeing it. I don't want that for you. I hate that for you. Um, so, I'm here to school you. <laughs> like, Trina schooled all of us. I'm here to school you. But it's very simple. If a nigga wasn't fucking with you in jail, he not gonna fuck with you behind them walls, period. Period. He's bored. He's bored. He gonna tell you a bunch of sweet nothings. That shit gonna sound good as fuck to you. Especially if you already lonely. Especially if you ain't fucking with nobody else. That shit gonna sound good. But never lose sight of the way that nigga handled you when he was out here. That's all I'm saying. I know some good ass women who done went damn near broke. Sending a nigga money in jail. Putting money on the phone. Doing visits. Da, 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 and that nigga wouldn't get their ass that nigga went by that ass a goddamn happy meal when he was out here on the street. Do not be her. Don't be that girl. That's number one. Do not be no fucking fool. Number two, I am also a firm believer in mama gotta have a life too. Okay. A nigga go to jail for two, three, four years. Girl, you better go get you some dick. Don't be her. Don't be walking around this bitch cranky for no fucking reason. 
and you 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 can explain your situation. You need to go out. If a nigga is in jail for four, five years, date casually. Especially if he your boyfriend or your husband. Bitch, you better go out and date casually. You still have a life to live. Period. Go on fucking dates. Get you some dick from time to time. But, you know, if you if you really got plans of being with a nigga when he come home, you can let your little piece of dick know, listen, it's just a temporary thing. But do not put your life on complete hold to the where you going to work and coming straight home and not doing shit. Like, you have to have a life outside these niggas in jail. Because, see, when a nigga in jail, especially a nigga who ain't getting no money on the street before he went to jail, whole another conversation, he got a whole lot of time to be wrapped up in your ass. He don't have shit else to do. But you don't need to be out here feeling like, especially if you young, oh, I got to put everything on hold for him because he's so wrapped up into me. Because rest assured, when he get on the street and he see some new bitches and he had no pussy in a long fucking time, that nigga might be out here fucking off the chain. He might want to taste everything, every fucking flavor, period. You have to be smart about this shit. Be smart. I'm not saying gonna be a hoe if your nigga in jail. I'm not saying that at all. Cause somebody told me that I be glorifying hoes. I'm not gonna say I do or I don't, bitch. But if a girl wanna be a hoe, I'm just not here to judge. Period. So call it what you may. So I'm not saying go out and be a hoe, but you gotta go out and live your fucking life. Okay. Next. <laughs> if a nigga is in jail. A nigga's going to tell you, ladies, listen, he going to tell you he want to be with you. He going to tell you the only one. He going to feed you a whole bunch of bullshit. He is going to tell you shit that a nigga ain't never told you before. He is going to have you so caught up in the shit that he telling you to look cards that he got his fucking celly to draw you and send to you. All that shit is going to be super fucking sweet. But... The real test is when a nigga come home. When a nigga come home and run his money up and get back on his fucking feet, if he still fuck with you, that's the true fucking test. See, y'all be out here getting tricked off the street over goddamn words and sweet nothings. No, Miss Mamas. If a nigga really fucking want you, he'll get out, get on his feet, and fucking show you. Especially... If you done held him down during his bid. And when I, my definition of hold is down is this. Because everybody's definition is different. This is my definition of holding a nigga down while he is gone. Putting money on his books when he asks. Not a lot, but throw, throw a couple dollars. And, and I am on the other belief that you hold a nigga down when he go to prison. If and only if. Please listen to me very clearly. Very fucking clearly. You only hold a nigga down when he go to jail if he held you down when he was out. And when I mean held you down, I mean everything I said previously. Taking care of you, the bills, your kids, making sure you're comfortable. That is the only time that you go out your way to do for a nigga that's in jail if he was making sure that you were fucking comfortable and making sure that you were happy and taken care of when you were out. Period. That is the only way. That is the only way that you put money on your phone, money on a nigga books and go visit. But that's my definition of holding a nigga down. I hate the term holding a nigga down too. 
I, I'm a, let's call it looking at. Let's say looking out for a nigga because I hate the term holding a nigga down. Like, uh, that, that shit make me cringe almost. That shit just seem real, real, like real docile. Like, uh, I, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's, I'm all for being submissive, but something about holding a nigga down just sounds way too submissive and like docile, needy bitch for me. Don't like it. We just gonna call it looking out. You only look out for a nigga if he looked out for you when he was out here. Okay, agreed. We we got it right. That's the only time. And you could go visit. You could go. You you can be a positive person out here. Lift them up. Respond on core links. Answer the phone when they call. Um, you know, shit like that. Send a care package. Little things like that. It's really only so much you could do for a person while they in jail. But that's my definition of looking at. Especially them care packages. And they don't always do the care packages. I guess it depends on what facility they're at. But they do the care packages where you could send like a whole bunch of shit. Like snacks or shirts or whatever the case may be. But anyway. So that's my definition of looking at. It's nothing wrong with looking out. But I just... I just hate when I see women and it's like they have put their whole faith and mind, body, and soul into a nigga that's locked up and telling them whatever. You know, you could be there, but you, when you, if you're going to fuck with a nigga in jail, you just got to have a strong fucking mind. And you have to know that a lot of times this nigga is fucking bored. If he wants you, when he come home, he'll tell you. He'll fuck that. He will show you. He will show you. When his money get back up, he'll repay you. Not, you know, not pay you back because I'm not of the belief that you do shit expecting anything in return. Anything I've ever done for a person, I don't I don't expect shit back for it. You feel me? But if he wants you, like if he wants to be with you, if he wants to be in a whole real ass relationship with you then he's gonna get on his feet and he's gonna show that to you he's not just gonna be talking about it he's it's it's no more love letters out here on the streets you understand like a nigga is really finna show you a nigga is really finna put in that fucking effort you know what i'm saying so i don't know i just it's it's a lot of y'all really good women out there and I go visit my dog Hannah in jail, and I just I just come across a lot of good women, and they just being taken to the bank by a lot of dog ass niggas that's in jail. And if he went fucking with you before he went, he not finna be fucking with you after. You finna be a place to stay. You finna be a cum bucket. And when he get on his feet and get him somewhere else to stay. And get his money up to afford another bitch. You're out of the equation. Y'all don't be watching Love at the Lockup. Y'all don't see how them niggas do. Fucking um Tony needed somewhere to stay. That's why he. That's the only reason he married Angie ass. And the other little um couple, she was sending his ass. She sent his ass like thirty thousand over a course of a couple years. He got out, got a job, got on his feet, and dumped her ass. That shit I'm talking about. 
And I don't know how much that shit be scripted, but I know some bitches like that in real life. So, anyway, that's why I felt inclined to talk about it. We uh, we actually did really good. We ain't even hit an hour yet. So, we did really good with this topic. I'm trying to get away from the super long-ass podcast. Like I told y'all before, a few of them, they were starting to get lengthy, like a hour and 30 minutes, 45 minutes, shit like that. Uh-uh. Nobody. Because my attention span ain't that long. My attention span only is that long when I'm watching the Joe Button podcast. The goddamn um, Drink Champs. I got to watch that shit in doses. Them shits be like three, four goddamn out. Nori. <laughs> Nori Aiko, what the hell do you be talking about? Although I have to catch up on that um, Lamar Odom one that they did on Drink Champs because I heard that one got a little juicy. So I'm going to watch that. But um, yeah, I want to hear from y'all on this whole fucking with niggas in jail shit. Like, what do you consider holding a nigga down? What do you... Uh, did I say holding a nigga down? Looking out for a nigga in jail. What do you consider looking out? What do you think is too much? Um, and under what terms do you look out? Like, I want to know what was that nigga doing for you before he went in that make you comfortable enough to look out for him. So let's chit chat. I'm back in my groove. I'm back feeling good. The Cake Dish Podcast reigns supreme, bitch. We on episode 45. Can't believe it. Um, the Cake Dish Podcast on Instagram. Y'all know where I'm at. Caked up, dripped out on Instagram. That's my personal what else y'all can follow me at? Damn, she bad on Twitter. Two Ds, two underscores. That's where we at with it. So, yeah, let's chit-chat. Let's chit-chat. Let's talk about some things. Let's get into some things. And I hope you girls have a good-ass weekend. It's our Friday episode. Nice, short, and sweet to the point. Hope y'all have a good-ass weekend. Stay safe. Stay in the house. Hit me up. If you, your ass get bored, try sliding them DMs. I said I'm replying to DMs all quarantine, so bitch, y'all know that'll never happen, (laughs) okay? Because my damn name on Twitter is I do not reply to DMs, so DMs is open for this little time that we going through, child. That's a little privilege for you hoes. But anyway, I'm going to see the girls on Monday. Follow me on SoundCloud. Follow me on Instagram. Like, subscribe, leave a comment, good or bad, bitch. We take them all. And until Monday, y'all girls be safe out there.